Welcome to the Men of Iron Podcast, equipping men for growth in your faith, family, friends, fitness, and finances. Check out menofiron.org to learn more about how you can get involved in or support the vision of changing a culture one man at a time. Thanks for listening. Here's your host, Chad Zook. Welcome to the Men of Iron Podcast. This is episode 71, and we're talking about five ways to fight discouragement and confusion. We'll get to the five here shortly. We at Men of Iron want to welcome you. If you're brand new to the listening community, we want to welcome you. And if you've been here for a while, we just want to say thanks for coming back. Thank you for partnering with us. My name is Chad Zook. I am the host of the podcast. And here at Men of Iron, we exist to change a culture one man at a time. Thank you so much for listening in, leaning in, and applying the things that you hear on this podcast and through the other things that we do at Men of Iron. We appreciate you. We appreciate the partnership with you. In this particular episode, it's going to be a solo cast, and what we're going to get to are the five ways to fight discouragement and confusion. This podcast is in a series, so the next five weeks we'll be drilling down on these five different ways. I'm going to mention them, and I'm going to be brief in mentioning them today, but I'm going to drill more into those five different ways individually for the next five weeks. So subscribe today. Don't miss any of these five. I know it'll help you. These things are birthed out of my life and through my years of working with men and also just with the Men of Iron community, what we have seen and experienced, the the collaborative experience with churches and individuals and groups throughout the nation for years now. So where we're going in this podcast, where, where we're going is here. I think it's safe to say that we would all like to know that there's a proven path of life. I know it sounds a little bit philosophical, but it's still true. I'll explain it to you in another way. We admire the efforts of people like Lewis and Clark and, or Daniel Boone and Davy Crockett because men like risk and adventure, and these men represent risk and adventure. Of course, I'm not talking about their character. I'm just talking about their exploits, what they did and what they're remembered for. We like the fourth and one on the final game of the season, and the coach says, go for it. We love that because that's risk and adventure. We love the the rush of the ways or the thrill of an early morning hunt. Why? Because this draws near to the souls of men because when the, the path and the destination become clear, we love it. But yet when the destination and path become unclear, things get dicey. This podcast will help you avoid and get out of the discouragement and confusion that we often face. This podcast is sponsored by Strong 27. Strong 27 is a proven guide to mentorship in faith, family, fitness, finances, and friendships. If you want to know more about Strong 27, you can go to www.menofiron.org programs. Do you need to take your life to the next level? Try Strong 27 so you can know God, know your purpose, and know each other. And now, a word about another sponsor. This podcast episode is brought to you by Brookside Brothers, a full residential remodeler in the Lancaster area. They have been delivering quality craftsmanship for over 20 years. Following lifetime careers in residential construction, Troy and Todd Weaver formed Brookside Brothers in 1999. They grew up in the Mannheim community and much of their work has been done in those areas. They utilize an easy three-step process. They listen. They listen to your hopes and dreams to make them a reality for you. 
Then they collaborate. They partner with you, the client, to create effective solutions. And lastly, they build. But they build in such a way that you don't feel like a stranger in your own home throughout the building process. You can see the, a gallery of their work on Instagram at brookside.brothers on Instagram. Or you can also just go to their website, brooksidebrothers.com. In there, you'll be able to see some other things that they've done. And also, you can get a free quote. So check out Brookside Brothers. If you're needing a remodel, you need a, a small addition, maybe your kitchen needs redone, a bathroom, uh, maybe it's a, a mother-in-law suite, whatever it is that you need as far as your building and remodeling needs, they can do it. Brooksidebrothers.com is where you need to go for that. And if you love to support local businesses, like we love to support local businesses here at Men of Iron, then you maybe you needed to give Brookside Brothers a call and tell them that Men of Iron sent you. So as we begin the discussion about the five ways to fight discouragement and confusion, I want to begin with this story. I went to college at Southern Illinois University, and it is smack dab in the middle of the Shawnee National Forest in Southern Illinois, as you can imagine. A friend of mine, both of us being uh, adventurous and both of us also being uh, former members of the United States military, we decided that we were just going to go on a hike in the in the wilderness. So we picked a trail, and then we journeyed out on that trail, and uh, we went for several miles. It was supposed to be easy, just like a little day hike, a, a chance for us just to kind of just explore that part of of the state. And yeah, like a lot of men do, when we got up the trail, we thought, well, actually, you know, we could we could stop here or and then just turn around and go back the way that we came. But yet at the same time, what we did was we looked off to the right, and there off of the paved trail was a less paved trail. Now, again, we loved risk and adventure, so we journeyed out on that trail, and the trail looked fine. I mean, it looked, you know, it looked like there'd been enough hiking on it to where the, the trail was very well marked for a while. Well, we went for several hours out on this trail, and we thought, oh, this is no big deal. You know, this is just kind of a blast. We ended up coming up to a riverbed, and then we lost the trail. And not only did we lose the trail forward, we also lost the trail backward as we were stopped and looking and, and just kind of gawking at this riverbed. And then we started walking up the riverbed, but we lost the trail in both ways. We were stuck. I remember very vividly that when we we thought, you know, it's it, it will be fine. There's plenty of daylight left. We're just going to be able to, you know, we can't be this lost. Like, it's really no big deal. And both of us were former military, so we had, you know, probably a little bit more pride than what we should, and we you know, a little bit more hubris than what we should. And um, so we just thought, okay, we're just going to keep going up this riverbed. And eventually this maybe will follow, uh, we'll follow the path, and it will get us out and back to our truck. I wish that was true, but that's not actually what happened at all. The further that we went up that riverbed, the, the more overgrown it became and the more lost that we became. And then we ended up taking a left turn out of that riverbed and then onto what we thought was actually a human trail, but it was a game trail. And we were further lost. Now we are hours lost off of the original trail. There's not a soul around and we really didn't know what to do. And then as the day is just fading away very, very quickly in the Southern Illinois heat, we just 
chose a path. And I want you to know that in the middle of that, that I was so confused because I was thinking, well, where do we go now? What do we do? We left the original path. Like, what did we do? And then, you know, you have all of these self-defeating thoughts and, and that led to some discouragement of the thought, well, will we ever get out of here? And then ultimately, several hours later, now it's dusk, and we just happen to walk out of the woods, and we walk up to a fence line. We had no idea where we were, and at this fence line, we, f- we just took a, a right turn at the fence line, and we walked the fence line up, and we found a road, and we eventually, now at dark, we eventually walked the road and found out that that was the road that actually led us back to the parking lot where the truck was. And then, of course, that brought relief. But it, that relief came through this series of confusion. Where do we go and what did we do? Like, what did we do wrong? Why in the world did we leave the path, the discouragement? Will we ever get out of here? I didn't think we were going to die, but we certainly could be miserable for a while. And then it led to relief and then joy. And then we were so pleased that we got to the car and to civilization. And then... All of that stuff kind of went into a container. We moved on. You know, this provides really a metaphor for the way that we often feel or think as men. We go through stages of discouragement, confusion, or being stuck or powerless in our situation. And yet, all the while, it seems like a pressure cooker because we're geared for results. So if we're discouraged or confused or stuck or powerless, it it kind of goes against our natural wiring as men because we're geared for results. Back to my hiking story, just for a moment. You see, when we got onto the when we got onto the trail, there was a trailhead that was for us to follow. But then we went off path, and we did that. We chose our own path. We went against what was there, and we thought we knew better, and we thought we we had all the skills that it took for us to get back to the truck, and we didn't, obviously. And again, I think this creates a great metaphor for us, just how we feel and think as men. I want to give you just this source of hope from a passive description that you've probably heard dozens of times. And yet, just because you've heard it dozens of times doesn't mean that it's not true. It is true. It's timeless. It's true. It's ancient. And yet, through every every society, every culture, uh, for all times, it's relevant. Here, Here it is. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says this. Trust in the Lord and lead... Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all of your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. We don't like aimlessly plugging away without a hopeful future in mind. Without results, we end up discouraged, and without a path forward, we become confused, just like I did. I've seen these in my own life, and I'm sure that you've seen them in yours. How can we keep from getting discouraged and being confused? How can we do that? I've pondered this quote from Seneca, the Roman Stoic philosopher, and with it we're going to find five different ways, but all of this was birthed off of this quote from Seneca, and he said this. Maybe I just resonate with this because I'm a Navy man at heart. I don't know. But he said this, If a sailor doesn't know to what port he is sailing, no wind is favorable. I'll say it again. If a sailor doesn't doesn't know to what port he is sailing, no wind is favorable. I've been thinking about this, just mulling this over for quite some time. And what dropped out were these five different ways. So the first of the five different ways 
for us to keep from getting discouraged and confused as men is this. The first one is find the wind. Find your purpose. Find your why. There's a common terminology, your flow. Find your flow. Find the natural and supernatural leanings of your heart. When we do this, you will come to a place where you'll understand life better. When you find the wind, you find your purpose, you find your why, as Simon Sinek says. It's the thing that makes your heart come alive. It's the place where longings and dreams come true. The wind has been referred to as flow, like I mentioned. Or I think of it as almost like a mystical way of living an unforced life. So much of life, if we're honest men, is forced. We force things to happen. What if you could live in such a state, a flow state, a spirit-driven state, to where it was an unforced rhythm of life? I believe it's possible, and I think this is actually what Jesus would have for us. A key to remember is, is, is this. It's patiently waiting for God to move, and knowing that when we're patiently waiting for God to move, that's not the same thing as passivity. So we find the wind, it's finding our purpose, our why, the flow, our natural and supernatural leanings of your heart. I love this quote from Rhonda Byrne. She said this, Energy flows where intention goes. Energy flows where intention goes. We find the wind, find the purpose, the why, the flow, the natural and supernatural leanings of your heart. Amazing things are going to happen. And when we add energy to that, the energy flows where intention goes grows. Thank you, Rhonda Byrne, for that awesome quote. The second way that I believe that we can keep from getting discouraged and confused as men is this. Build a sail. A sail captures the wind, and it harnesses it to steer a vessel. So here's what I mean. Develop a way of learning and experiencing life where you become a friend of knowledge and a companion of wisdom. Build relationships and rhythms of life where you allow the gospel to develop your attitude and aptitude towards learning and listening. This is going to happen in the context of marriage. This is going to happen in the context of friendships. This is going to happen in the context of mentorships. This is going to happen in the context of your discipleship to Jesus. I love how it's been said and just uh, really taking mentorship and discipleship and trying to understand them in a better way. Mentorship has been said to be this. Mentorship is sit with me, and discipleship is follow me. This is what Jesus did. He says, follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. So we need to first, we need to find the wind, our purpose, our why, the flow, the natural, supernatural leanings of our heart. We need to build a sail. We need to have these these relationships and rhythms of life where the, where the gospel develops our attitude and our aptitude towards learning and listening. Again, these are the unforced rhythms of life. The third way to keep from getting discouraged and confused as men is this, to ride the waves. Ride the waves. This takes grit, determination, and encouragement. Men, you need grit and determination as well as joyful discovery. You need these things. You need these things because they're character-forming. You see, character is formed by stories and pain and struggle and a greater purpose that finding the wind and also practice the building of the sail. When these things go together, they, they form us in such a way. God uses these things to form our character. This is what the Apostle Paul was talking about in Romans 5, 2-5. And he says, And we rejoice in the hope 
of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out His heart into our, His love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom He has given us. You see, the waves, they provide deeper faith. The waves provide into a life of mystery. The, the, the waves provide an opportunity for character-forming joy. We'd have to get to the place where we, we allow these, these waves of our life not to destroy us, but for us to flow with those waves. So first we need to build, or we need to find the wind, we need to build a sail, we need to ride the waves. One of the ways this has been culminated, uh, culminating in, in my life, in, in my wife's life, very practically, is, is through the journey that my wife and I have had through her having kidney disease and a kidney transplant. We were rocked a few years ago to hear that my wife had kidney disease, that she was in stage 5 kidney failure. And as you can imagine, there was a lot of question and a lot of doubt, and there was a lot of struggle, and there was just a lot of processing emotion and thoughts, and and what is life going to look like going forward? And and then eventually she went on dialysis, and everything at home stopped. And her, uh, there's different ways to dialyze if you have kidney disease, and the one uh, that we were able to do was she was dialyzing at home every single night for eight hours. She'd be hooked up to a machine, and that machine uh, was connecting a tube into her abdomen, and then through that, she would be able to dialyze. And I helped her night after night to figure out what type of of solution that she needed to use to dialyze, and also of connecting the port night after night, even when she couldn't do it emotionally, then I had to step up and I had to do that. I don't tell you that because I I don't think that I'm the hero in that story. What I'm telling you is that was a journey that we had to go on. Those were some waves that it took grit and determination and then eventually into where we are now where we, we can freely talk about it. We can talk about how we process the emotion and that experience that after dialysis for a season... That led to kidney transplant, and then the the kidney transplant went very well, and then and then the recovery after that, and I just observed my wife to fight through all of that, never giving up, and then me standing by her side, which is why I took vows to begin with to stand by her side in sickness and in health. Well, we had had a lot of years of health, but now these were this these were some years of sickness. So we battled together, we journeyed together, we were riding the waves together, and it took grit day by day, moment by moment, hour by hour. It took determination that we will get through this. And then ultimately it led to encouragement after the transplant, and now to freely talk about it and be able to help other people who are also in that process. Again, riding the waves is something that sometimes we choose the waves and sometimes those waves choose us. This helped us to be able to not be completely destroyed and completely discouraged through that season. That we learned how, by God's grace, to ride the waves with grit and determination day after day after day. We had done this because we had already 
found the wind. We already knew our purpose. We already knew who God was. We were leaning into the natural and supernatural leanings of our heart. And we had also built the sail. We had always, we had already rather learned and listened from those relationships and those those rhythms of life that allowed the gospel to develop an aptitude and attitude towards the things of God. The fourth thing that I would just kind of venture into is enjoy your crew. Again, this is just about fun and pleasure and brotherhood and space and grace to grow. I say that a lot, that men need space and grace to grow. It is so, so true. Enjoy the people that you're around. Enjoy those people that you're around after choosing them wisely. I'll say it again. Enjoy the people you're around after choosing them wisely. When you walk with the wise, you become wise. For a companion of fools suffers harm. Proverbs 13, 20. Let me tell you, if I were to to survey everybody listening right now, who has been uh, just a companion of fools and suffered harm? I would have both hands in the air because I've done that multiple times. I've it, that's been a hard lesson for me to learn. But this is, this is a way for us to not be discouraged. This is a way for us to know the clear pathway forward as men. We all need people that we can pray and play together with. We all need people in our lives that we can pray and play together. This is just what we need. If you're a man of God, you need somebody who you can battle spiritually with, but also you can just laugh with. You can go play golf with, where it doesn't have to be super spiritual, churchy, all that that religious, like, inflated talk. It can just be just dudes out on the golf course talking smack to one another about uh, about how many mulligans you're going to take in, you know, in this round, or, you know, or just how you're going to shave that score, how maybe you, you kind of, like, you made yourself seem a little bit better before you actually played golf until you get out on the golf course and then it's exposed that you're a hack. I don't know. There's so many different ways that this could go. But I just want you to know that we need people in our lives that we can pray and play together with. We need people we can go fishing with and we can just experience pleasure and purpose in our life. I mean, here in a little bit, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to see some dudes that I just like to be around. And when they're in the gym, when I'm in the gym with them, we talk smack about sports, about sports teams, and whatever the latest sports gossip is. And it's just fun. And we do so, and we just have a blast. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to go to a father-son hiking and kayaking trip. Not with my son, but just to be around some other people that I really value, that I'm going to go have some good manly fun with. Learn to enjoy your crew. It makes life better. The fifth way for us to fight discouragement and confusion as men is this. Know your port. Take the long view of life. Know the vision of life. Know the God's vision for your life. When you know where you're going, things become easier. Now, not only do you know need to know where you're going, but also... You need to know who you hope to have become on the journey. Seneca is talking about just the destination of life's choices. With with the Spirit of God's exquisite touch, Paul dropped this from Philippians 3.20. He said, Our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. That is the eventual port of call. 
as those of us who are in Christ, we have a citizenship in heaven right now, and also we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the full fulfillment of that after we leave this earth, that is our port. You need to know your port. You need to enjoy your crew. You need to ride those waves, gentlemen. You need to build a sail, and you need to find the wind. If a sailor doesn't know to what port he is sailing, no wind is favorable. My hope is after hearing this podcast that you would find favorable wind, that you would be able to just kind of explore these things. And for the next five weeks, I'm going to drill down into finding the wind, building a sail, riding the waves, enjoying your crew, and knowing your port. I'm going to drill down into these more specifically for us to become better men because here's what I firmly believe. We exist to change a culture one man at a time. If this podcast or any other podcast that has come through the Men of Iron channel has been beneficial for you, do us a favor. Give us a rating and review. Give us an honest rating and review. When you do that, you show that you value the podcast. And also, what you're doing is you're providing more opportunities for people to hear this podcast and for them to receive the help that you've received. Thank you so much for listening to episode 71. Hope you have an awesome week, gentlemen. And let's jump into uh, the first of the five ways to fight discouragement and confusion next week. I'll see you then. This Men of Iron podcast is brought to you by Men of Iron. If you're interested in getting involved in or supporting the vision of changing a culture one man at a time, or you simply want to know more about our Strong 27 mentorship experience, Equilibrium retreats, Anchored Man video series, or Men of Iron Plus, go to menofiron.org.